Hello, and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Amy, and it's my pleasure to join you in reading from the Advent and Devotional Guide. Today's passage is Isaiah 42, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard on the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a faintly burning wick he shall not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged, till he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Sing to the Lord a new song, His praise from the end of the earth, you who go down to the sea and all that fills it, the coastlands and their inhabitants. Let the desert and its cities lift up their voice, the villages that Kedar inhabits. Let the inhabitants of Selah sing for joy. Let them shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare His praise in the coastlands. The Lord goes out like a mighty man, like a man of war. He stirs up his zeal. He cries out. He shouts aloud, but shows himself mighty against his foes. For a long time I have held my peace. I have kept still and restrained myself. Now I will cry out like a woman in labor. I will gasp and pant. I will lay mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will turn the rivers into islands and dry up the pools. And I will lead the blind in a way they do not know. In paths they have not known, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness before them into light, the rough places into level ground. These are the things I do, and I do not forsake them. They are turned back and utterly put to shame, who trust in carved idols, who say to metal images, You are our gods. Hear, you deaf, and look, you blind, that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger whom I send? Who is blind as my dedicated one, or blind as the servant of the Lord? He sees many things, but does not observe them. His ears are open, but he does not hear. The Lord was pleased for his righteousness' sake to magnify his law and make it glorious. But this is a people plundered and looted. They are all of them trapped in holes and hidden in prisons. They have become plunder with none to rescue, spoil with none to say restore. Who among you will give ear to this, will attend and listen for the time to come? Who gave up Jacob the looter and Israel to the plunderers? Was it not the Lord against whom we have sinned, in whose ways they would not walk, and whose law they would not obey? So he poured on him the heat of his anger and the might of battle. It set fire all around, but he did not understand. 
It burned him up, but he did not take it to heart. If you've read Isaiah before, you may recall that Isaiah includes prophecies about a servant. The most well-known one can be found in Isaiah 52:13 through 53:12, the passage about the suffering servant. Isaiah 42 is our first introduction to this servant. However, this passage can be a bit confusing because it seems like Isaiah is talking about two different kinds of servants. In verses 1-4, through the servant is a gentle leader unlike the other world leaders who oppress the downtrodden. He is meek and mild, but make no mistake, he also enacts justice on the earth. He won't rest until all is made right the way God intended for it to be. But then there's a servant in verses 18 through 25, and note the contrast. This servant is blind and dumb. Although he's witnessed the Lord's redeeming work, such events have had no impact on him. Even though the Lord wanted to make him glorious, this servant has been plundered and looted because of his own foolishness. What is going on? Sometimes in Isaiah, servant refers to a singular figure, and often this servant is pointing us forward to the coming Messiah, Jesus. But sometimes in Isaiah, the term servant is used to refer to Israel, God's chosen people, a nation that was to be holy and set apart as his servants. Here, both servants appear in the same chapter, and where God's servant Israel failed, God's servant the Messiah will succeed. Israel can't live up to her identity as God's servant, and the conditions have deteriorated so much that Israel has lost the promised land and faces exile because of her sins. But another servant will come who will obey perfectly and fulfill God's plan for his servant Israel. Because of this servant's work, the nations will come to know God's glory in a new way. In light of this good news, God's people must sing a song of praise to Him, because He is doing something unlike never before. Not only will He save Israel, but He will call the Gentiles to Himself that they might know Him. These are words of comfort for those of us who realize that, on our own, we can never live up to God's standards. Like Israel, we are prone to wonder and to sin. But the gospel reminds us that where we fail, Christ has succeeded. Christ has come on our behalf to do what we could never do for ourselves. And because of Christ's coming, we as Gentiles are invited into the fold and into the family of faith. What good news of great joy for all people. Would you pray with me? God, as we look at Isaiah 42 today and we see your servant Jesus and we also see your servant Israel, we are reminded of the many ways we identify with Israel and we fall short, the ways that we fail to trust you, the ways that we put our hopes in that which cannot save. Lord, and yet in a place where there could be condemnation, there is grace because your servant Christ obeyed perfectly. And we trust not in our own righteousness, but in his, Lord. We are redeemed because of his work on the cross. We pray that today you would give us joyful hearts that would respond to the good work you are doing in humility and with obedience and with gratitude for all that you've done for us in Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen.